to go crazy. Go crazy. I don't let your body be lazy. I said, don't, don't, Welcome to Tempe This Week. It's our second episode. And it is so hot today. We're talking about second Sundays. And we have DJ Action in the house. Yeah! Who's here with us today? I'm Chris, and I'm one of your hosts. And we will start over here with Allie. Hi there, I'm Allie. I work with the Community Arts and Public Arts team of Tempe. I'm Corey Woods. I'm the mayor of this wonderful city. I'm Demetrius McKell. I'm with Word of Mouth Grill, and I am the maker of the wings today. Randy Keating, Tempe City Council. Lori Foster, Downtown Tempe Authority. DJ Action for your Styles crew. Roy Tatum, co-host of Tempe This Week. And I'm Paul Ford, owner and creator of Big Red's Hot Sauce. I'm the guy that's supplying sauce for the wings today. And I'm Tasia Ford with Big Red's Hot Sauce. So, Second Sundays. Laurie, what is Second Sundays and why, why do we all need to go? Well, Chris, I'll tell you, Second Sundays is a fabulous local artist and maker market. It's second Sunday of every month and there's one coming up on Sunday, March 12th from 10 to 3. And if you love dogs, if you have a dog, if you like petting dogs, if you don't have a dog and you want to come visit some dogs, come down to Second Sundays on Mill on Sunday because it's dog days. We have a lot of free activities for you and your pup. We have a pet parade at noon. That's free. All you have to do is register. And then we have um, an agility course that you can bring your dog through. And we have all kinds of free stuff for your dogs with bandanas and treats and bone-shaped poop bags. We also have some other activities. We have Zony Girls that will be um, offering skate rentals. And new this time, we have skates for kids. And this time, we have over 120 vendors, local artists and makers, wow. like Paul from, from um, that's here today which is about a third of the size of the spring art festival. So it's going to be huge. There's going to be dogs and people and snacks and music from Furious Styles. Thank you, thank you. And (laughs) Allie's going to be at Second Sundays with a really fun pet art project. Yeah, thanks, Lori. I will be there with the Tempe Community Arts team. We will be doing a pet portrait activity using little shrinky dinks. I don't know if you're all familiar, but it was a great activity that I did when I was younger. Well, I am still pretty young, though. (laughs) (laughs) So we'll have all sorts of different um, stencils for you to use, dogs as well as cats and birds. So I'm very much excited about it. You should definitely come Anna out. So are there going to be trophies with this? Because I'm imagining uh, a pageant, uh, so to speak. You're, it, you got that. It's a pet pageant, and it's going to start at 7th Street and parade all the way down <laughs> Mill Avenue. Wow. And there will be prizes. I'm not going to reveal what they are because I don't know what they are right now, but they're going to be <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so I invite everybody to come down with their four-footed um, furry friend or their winged pet Um <laughs> You know, keep the snakes and interesting. 
So Allie, what do festivals like these mean to artists and vendors? That's a great question, Chris. Um, the artist practice is usually pretty solitary. Most artists are making things alone in their studios. So festivals like this are a really great opportunity to connect with the local community, um, get their art out there. And it also helps support them financially. A lot of artists have uh, multiple jobs. You know, they're not just full-time artists. So this helps them uh, sustain their practice in the long term. Um, and it makes them feel appreciated. So DJ Action, you play Second Sundays every month with dance contests and more. What is the energy like? What happens? Chris, that's a great question. Uh, the energy is contagious. Uh, you know, we as a crew, uh, that's about to turn 30 years this November, by the way. We don't take Second Sundays for granted. The biggest thing about Second Sundays for us is getting the community together. And what we do is when we have people who've never seen uh, breaking, uh, which will be in the Olympics, by the way, next year, if those of you didn't know. So it's kind of yeah. awesome to see that. And so, and then of course, anyone who hasn't seen like real DJing with turntables and, and scratching and things of that nature. Um, so what we try to do is get um, the community together to introduce them to something new and then what's great is we see a lot of kids get involved and then at the same time we have our artists there uh, who are able to go ahead and teach them about um, aerosol art and then they get to take home certain uh, projects that they do in our booth um, on 6th Street and Mill so we introduce this culture to so many different generations um, on Mill Avenue on Second Sundays. Mayor Woods, you are a hip-hop connoisseur. <laughs> what do you it. think about having Furious Styles crew right near your house, practically? Oh, I love it. I mean, Second Sundays is such an incredible event. I happen to be a resident of downtown Tempe. So I love every Second Sunday being able to walk right out my front door and check out everything that everyone has to offer, from Big Red's Hot Sauce to Furious Styles crew to all the art that's going on in the downtown. It's a fantastic event, and you get a little bit of everything, but it really is quintessential Tempe. Does this mean that we'll see you both out on Sunday? Oh, I will definitely, definitely be there. <laughs> I hope you guys come to our booth because I'm calling you guys out on the dance floor. We have this open cipher and open sessions. We're going right. to see you guys there. All right. All right. All right. You don't want to see me freestyle. <laughs> <laughs> I do it every Thursday. <laughs> Paul and Tasia uh, with Big Red's Hot Sauce. Tell us about, you know, how you love Second Sundays and what you're going to be doing there. Well, uh, we always enjoy doing uh, Second Sundays. We get to meet a lot of people. Uh, every 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 time we do it, we, we get to meet new customers and enjoy having conversation with people and uh, getting our product out there. And, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll be out there selling Big Red's hot sauce. Uh, yeah, we got 11 different flavors for people to try. We're known for the world-famous flavor tour. So come experience. We'd start your mile all the way to hot. Chef Demetrius. You have some amazing wings sitting out here. Tell us a little bit about Word of Mouth Grill, where we can get these, and uh, how you how you come about and how you make these. Well, Chris, um, Word of Mouth Grill, we've uh, been around since uh, 2019. Um, we're a barbecue restaurant. We're in South Tempe, across streets are McClintock and Elliott. Um, and as far as the wings, um, what I do is I, I season them, I let them marinate, and I try to do a little bit different. A lot of people, they get their wings, and what they do is they just drop them in the fryer. I try to do a little different take on it. Um, I like like smoky foods, which, you know, that's why I have a barbecue restaurant. 
Um, but what I do is I, I season them, let them marinate, and then I put them in my smoker for about an hour, 10, hour, 15 minutes. And then we go ahead and we just flash fry them so it can give that little bit of crisp to it and everything. So you'll get the juiciness, the smokiness, and then the crispness of the fryer. But then with big red sauces, that, changed, that to me, that changed the game a little bit because now we have these hot sauces that go perfectly well with the smokiness of the wings that I've prepared for you guys today. As we talk about barbecue, people are familiar with the different styles of barbecue, whether it's Kansas City barbecue, Texas barbecue, North Carolina barbecue. I'm from the East Coast, so I'm more familiar, most familiar with the North Carolina style of barbecue. Talk to us about your take on barbecue. So <clears throat> that's a good question, Roy. Um, a lot of people ask me what is my style, and what I tell them is that I really don't have a style. Okay, I was born in Boston, Massachusetts. Uh, my mom always raised me when you when you cook food or you barbecue or whatever, you have to have flavor in your meats. Okay, so what I do is I, I put a lot of flavor in my meats, a lot of seasoning in them, and it's without the sauce. Of course, I make all my sauces, you know, in-house, but what I do, I always make my sauce and I put them on the side. And the reason why, because I want you to get the flavor of the meat first, taste the meat. And I feel that the sauce is supposed to enhance it. It's not supposed to overtake it. And as far as like um, the love for it, I mean, it's, it's, just, it's just a love of cooking and just being from the East Coast. The food from the East Coast, in my opinion, is a little bit different from the food in the West Coast. And, and I'm not, true. and I'm not trying to brag or anything like that, but I think we have a little bit more flavor when it comes to like uh, food. Uh, the food that's really good on the West Coast that I that we didn't get too much in the East Coast when I was growing up was Mexican food. I love Mexican that's food. Right. That to me that has a lot of flavor, it has a lot of spices, and that's like kind of like my go-to when I'm not cooking myself. <laughs> awesome. Why do you think people love to talk about barbecue so much? Good question, Chris. The reason why people like talking about barbecue because everyone thinks they can do it. <laughs> <laughs> True. Everyone in their in their, in their own little way feels like they're a pit master until they start smoking food. But it's it's all about you got to have a passion for it. And a lot of people feel they have a passion for it, but they don't have the patience for it. Mm -hmm. It's all about the low and slow. If you if you're trying to do something really really fast and try to cook stuff fast, you're not going to get the right temperatures with the meat. You're not going to have the right flavor of the meat. It's going to be tough. When I prep the meat and I put it on the smoker, I let it go nice low and slow, just kick back and relax and just wait for the timers to let me know when to check the meat. Everyone has their own way of doing their things as far as when they barbecue, but it's, it's what you like and what tastes good to you is what I tell you should stick to, because that's what I do. We have a little challenge today for Councilmember Keating and Mayor Woods. Um, you've prepared a variety of wings. There are four flavors here and for questions for you guys. We also have some plain, just, you know, as relief, as relief for everybody. But there's four questions and uh, four levels of heat. And they range from the original all the way up to Three Kings, which has ghost peppers, Carolina Reaper, and scorpion peppers in it. Oh, so, yeah. And I can smell all of it. <laughs> but Mayor, I understand that you and Randy, Councilmember Keating, have a little competition. We've been having a competition probably for the last 10 years or so. We've known each other for quite some time. And uh, I, I love working with Councilmember Keating, but I can tell you one of the things that he excels at are wings. Uh, he knows all the good wing spots in the community and around the greater Phoenix area. And so when I had the opportunity to do this against him, I couldn't pass it up. I, I'm already coming in at a little bit of a disadvantage because I'm up against a wing aficionado. Uh, but still, I am a uh, very credible foodie and I'm going to try my best to see if I can beat him today. Now, we have some special guests in the room today. And, and DJ Action, I'm, I'm going to need a little, little uh, 
give me give me some I mean, Creed Three is out, so give me some Rocky theme music right now. Uh, give me give me some competition music. Yeah, yeah. All right, all right. So, from the mean streets of Tempe, we have Tempe City Councilman. You can see him on Mill Avenue, Tempe Beach Park, at one of your favorite Indian restaurants in the city, or Word of Mouth Grill. We have Councilman Randy Keating. Yeah. Thank you, Roy. Very excited to be here and show off my winging skills. All right, all right. In the opposite corner, he is considered a food aficionado. He is considered a foodie. You can see him at fine dining establishments all throughout the city. Whether it's an ASU, at the rooftop of a luxurious hotel, he is also down to earth and he can eat off of a food truck or word of mouth grill with Big Red's hot sauce. <laughs> we have our mayor, Mayor Corey Woods. <laughs> so, let's get into this. Um, hmm. Now, I know that uh, the prize of is bragging rights to win you must eat at least one of each wing in this event. In the event, in the event of a tie, the person who eats the most wings wins, or the hottest wings wins. Paul, let's talk about the first wing. Uh, describe to us the sauce that you've used and how the how the compat is compatible with this wing, uh, in from your your perspective. All right. So the first wing we're going to start out with is our uh, we're going to use our AZ Cajun sauce. It's a Louisiana-style based sauce with an Arizona twist. So you're going to taste fresh garlic, uh, bay leaf, and a little chipotle. So it's going to be uh, about a 3 out of 10. So great flavor. So Randy, being a spicy food connoisseur, talk to us about how you prepare for today's competition. Roy, as you pointed out earlier, I... Indian food is probably my favorite genre of food, and I've eaten it all over the valley. And quite honestly, I would say Tempe has the best Indian food in the valley. You go to other cities, and you just cannot find places like the Dava, like Passage to India, India's Flame, just to name a few, even though there's got to be five or six more that are, that are just absolutely delicious. So um, usually when I go, I get a, a 10 out of 10 spicy level. It, it, it ain't good if your nose isn't running. It's kind of where I like to go. 10 out of 10. That said, you know, there are there are wings that are too hot in this town for me to eat. So I'm, I'm interested to see how this all plays out. I may need a handkerchief. I have a limited amount of napkins over here. <laughs> <laughs> so, man, uh, Tempe is known, is becoming known as a food destination location city. Talk to us as a, as a, a food aficionado yourself. You, you've been seen uh, in a number of fine dining establishments throughout the city. Talk to us about how Tempe is becoming a, a growing destination location for our food fellow food connoisseurs. 
we've always been a great food city with lots of uh, diversity, frankly. We're a very inclusive, diverse community, and I think that's represented in the food you see across the city of Tempe. Uh, Apache Boulevard has always had some of the best food, uh, not just in the city of Tempe, but across the greater Phoenix area. And as we're seeing more and more people move to Tempe and our diversity increase even more, you are seeing different restaurants and different establishments coming that are continuing to step the city of Tempe's food game up even more. Uh, and I'll tell you, you asked uh, Councilmember Keating how he prepared. I prepare by basically eating at Demetrius's restaurant once a week. All right. So let's... Uh... Start with the uh, first wing here, in which the wing that we are trying first is, what's the name of it? It's the Arizona Cajun sauce. The Arizona Cajun sauce. So, so do you have an Arizona Cajun on your plate? I do, Roy. Do you have an Arizona Cajun on your plate, man? I most certainly do. So let's now get into the Arizona Cajun. And, and, and for the, for the uh, listening audience, uh, Council Member Keating has a flat, and Mayor Woods has a drum. <laughs> and that's a debate we still have to settle on. Tonight. That is, that is. That we got to have that conversation. So one of the co questions that we're going to ask to our listening audience, do you prefer flats or drums? Let's, let's go around the, the table here. What do you prefer, flats or drums in your uh, wing uh, indulgement? Well, Roy, this is Lori, and I prefer drumsticks. All right. There's more meat, so you get that taste and that meat, that smokiness that Demetrius was talking about. That's what the chef said. Uh, this is Paul. Are you, Paul? Uh, uh, I prefer a flat. Okay. This is Allie, and I prefer a drumstick. I, I love being able to grip onto something, you know, and just, like, sink my teeth in without worrying about, like, running into anything in the middle. So um, what about you, Demetrius? Well, uh, I'm a drum person myself as well. Um, <clears throat> I feel like, you, as I said before, you get more meat on it, and then you get more flavor with the smokiness and everything. A flat is good, too, because you can just suck that off the bone. But, you know, you got to work at the, the drum a little bit more, but you get a, a better reward after you uh, mm -hmm. dig into it. I, I can see right now there are people probably yelling in the car. Uh, DJ Action, what, what, what you got for us? Can the drummer have some y'all? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Drums all day, every day. Yes, sir. So we got to make this a, a survey question in the city of Tempe. Do you prefer drums or flats? So I can hear the listening audience uh, just yelling at the, the, the speaker right now. I like drums. I like flats. So let us know what you prefer in the city of Tempe. Do you prefer drums or flats? Uh, Chris. Mayor Woods, how you doing with that wing? How's that? How's that going? I'm doing pretty well, but the, the drums versus flats question is challenging because as people in politics, you always worry about losing votes. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and so I've got to say, uh, you know, I don't know how this is going to play out for either myself or Councilmember Keating, but I pick, I pick the drums. I mean, sometimes you have to take a real step out there on these very tough issues. Um, and so I'm, I'm, I'm staking my position as a drumstick guy. But I'm doing well. Uh, the, of course, the wing is incredible, very smoky, juicy, delicious. But the sauce is also incredible. 
Uh, so this is one for me as someone who typically on a scale of one to 10 goes for about a two or three. Uh, this is a sauce I could absolutely see myself having uh, in my fridge or in my pantry seven days a week. Wow. I have it in my pantry and in my fridge. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. So, so this is a this is a, you know a pretty a pretty easy portion of the challenge. Everyone is they finished their wing already. Uh, no tears, no coughing, no one's grabbing for anything to drink. So we're just gonna go into the second wing. So we're gonna step it up just a little bit, a, a little notch. So this next sauce says Arizona written all over it. This is our sweet and spicy prickly pear sauce. You gonna get the sweet and the savoriness and the flavor mm -hmm. of the prickly pear. You get that little sneaky, tiny bit of habanero bite to it. So DJ Action, let's give us, give them a little uh, chewing music. For the, for the listening audience, let me also inform you of what we have around the table here. There's uh, some Almond Breeze vanilla flavored milk. There's uh, a bottle of milk in, in front of uh, Allie. There are carrots and celery sticks that no one has touched. Uh, there's also uh, some stomach settle, and I believe we have a half of we have a half of a, a container of tums. So somebody's already been in the tums before they got here. Mayor Woods, how you doing? First of all, I just want to say, uh, looking at the milk next to me uh, at Allie's table, I've got to say a uh, shout out to our number one milk connoisseur on the city council, Councilmember Dorian Garland, who I'm sure will listen to this at some point. And she knows if I talk about milk, I've got to talk about Councilmember Garland. Uh, but with that said, going back to the wing, once again, the wing is delicious as always. But as Chris talked about, Roy, I can see that uh, we did we did step up a little bit in the heat category here. Great. Uh, I, I'm trying to answer your question while my mouth is tingling and my nose is beginning to run ever so slightly. Um, but once again, it's it's spicier, but you can taste a little bit of that prickly pear, a little bit of the sweetness, but then the heat kind of gets you right at the end. So it's delicious, both the wing and the sauce. Let's let's talk real quick. Let's stay with you, Mayor Woods, about some of the programs uh, in the city to help the average adult in Tempe um, and, and the, specifically the senior citizens. Tell us about what uh, we're doing about the growing senior population in Tempe. So one of the things that we do a lot of is talk about, we have an age-friendly Tempe initiative because as we get more people who are living in Tempe longer, quite honestly, uh, you have to make sure that your services and your programs keep up, Roy, with everything uh, that the city wants to offer. Some of the programs that we may have offered uh, 20 years ago at a senior center or a multi-generational facility are need to be different now because the seniors here are different than the seniors 20, 30, 40 years ago. So we have to constantly update the community programming and all the events that we have to really make sure that we're an inclusive city all the way from when you're born to when you're a senior. And so we have an exceptional staff that works on that each and every day uh, in terms of making sure that those programs and offerings are exactly what people in our community would want, regardless of your age. Amazing. Amazing. Thank you for that. How are you doing there? Because you can't drink until you finish your question. Look, you know, I, so. I, I will tell you, I have been uh, lovingly staring at the almond breeze uh, <laughs> milk here. 
Uh, but at the same time, I have not opened it. I think I have a whole room full of people as witnesses to say I have not reached for the container once. I have not tried to uh, pre-unscrew the cap a couple of turns. Uh, so I'm trying to do this straight up and, and, and uh, adhere to the rules as best as I can. So I feel like I'm doing pretty well, Roy. So great. Awesome. Randy, let's uh, talk about the, uh, the other end of our growing population, uh, our youth. So talk to us about what's going on in Tempe for our young people. Um, we, 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 we're a young city. We have ASU right here. Uh, so there are a ton of college students. Uh, a number of people are moving into the city. So our, our city is young. So what, what is available for our youth in the city of Tempe? Sure. Let, let me just start out by you know echoing the mayor that these wings are are fantastic, and not only are they, they cook very well, but the sauce is delicious. I definitely do feel a little bit of spice on my lips right now, and I think my nose is starting to run a little bit. Uh -oh. Uh -oh. So, um, well done on that. Very very good way to enjoy my first podcast. <laughs> <laughs> We're feeding you, man. We're feeding. You. That's right. That's right. So yeah, I mean, you you kind of you mentioned Tempe is such a young city. I think our median age is is around twenty eight. So we have quite a, a mix of individuals living in the city. As the mayor mentioned, we're we're an age friendly city, and we're also one that's oriented towards younger folks as well. We have award winning programs like Tempe Pre, which offers um, high quality preschool to regardless of your income level to the children in Tempe, and we see not only through the statistics that come back, um, not only does this help the children. But it also helps the families that are involved, right? You have parents who are able to work more hours or maybe go back to school. They don't have to pay for childcare because you know they're they're at a Tempe pre um, establishment. So that's a very successful program. I'm looking forward to it to be continuing to be successful. And of course, we have Kids Zone and we have College Connect and Career Ready Tempe. All these things that are that are are geared towards helping young men and women transition into adulthood, right? Go to higher education, maybe go to college, maybe get into a trade, things like that. We, we in Tempe do a great job, I feel, of providing individuals kind of a, a, a compass to, to their future from, from pre-K all the way to ASU. Um, if you grow up in the city of Tempe, you're, you're well positioned to, to, to you know, flourish in your life. And of course, you know the, the age-friendly stuff is great too. So you can spend your entire life in this city and be well taken care of. Awesome. Awesome. And for those that may not know about the programs that Councilmember Keating just mentioned, you can find those on the website, correct? Absolutely. Yes. All this is on Tempe.gov. And if you can't find it, um, feel free to email me and I'll have my intrepid assistant <laughs> get back to you. Awesome. Shout out to Annie. Yeah. <laughs> I think we're on the wing three. So, DJ Action, uh, you got some music for us? Paul, Paul, talk to us and talk to us about this uh, particular wing, this wing is almost orange, so uh, I can almost, I can already see, I can see the spice. So our third wing is our smoky habanero. It's a nice southwestern flavor. We're gonna turn it up a little bit, like two notches, but you're gonna get that great flavor with it and a nice big habanero burn. Amazing. And so, yeah, I'm looking right at it and it's saucy. It's orangish. I can see the habanero chunks um, in the sauce. Roy, I'm going to say just to step this up even a little bit more. I'm going to. I know people watching or hearing at home can't hear, can't see this, but I'm going to try to take my wing and All right. roll it in some more of this sauce that's at the bottom of the pan here. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. You know, because I really look. I would tell you the competition between myself and Council Member Keating is real in a whole bunch of different areas. So I need to 
I, I can't have him questioning my, uh, you know, my, my wing eating skills when this is over with. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go you, do this right now. You're, you're, that wing does look a little dry, man. You inspired. <laughs> you inspired by Jordan Jordan's flu game. You enjoy inspired. 30, 37 points, yeah. Utah Jazz. Okay, Randy, I'm thinking it? that this puts him a little bit ahead of you. Uh -oh. Hey, I'm gonna, I'm, uh -oh. I'm ready to do it myself. <laughs> All right, DJ, DJ, give you, give you, DJ, give right. us something <laughs> while they, while they indulge. They are literally dipping the wing in the habanero sauce that I can right. still feel on my tongue. And I want to I want to shout out Allie too because Allie is hanging in there as a, a great wing woman. I'm going Literally. real strong. I gotta I have something to prove to myself and and well mostly just to myself I think. Talk to us, Allie, because I know that you are a wing connoisseur yourself. You love spicy food, so talk to us about your love for spicy food down there. I'm a fiery gal myself, I'd say. Like I grew up in Russia, so you know have a little bit of that edge inside of me and. You know, I try to keep things sharp, keep things um, always a little bit different and on the edge. So um, I'm I'm doing this to kind of to see what my limits are in terms of heat and um, you know, what I can stand. Roy, Roy I want to say, I, was saying, um, I can tell you because I'm sitting next to Allie here. Uh, she is clearly tougher than me. Yeah. <laughs> How you feeling? Uh, well, you know why? Because I feel right now like I'm breathing fire across the table on Paul. Um, and I feel like Annie's watching me in the back going, this man's going to fall out right at the table. But but Allie is sitting here next to me completely calm and collected as if she was eating the plain wing that we started with. So, well, you can't, you, you can't, you can't drink until I finish your oh, question. Oh, I know. I, I am staring once again lovingly at the carrots and celery that are right <laughs> next to me, uh, but I have not attempted to crack open the case. Awesome. Let, let's get to a quick question, uh, but a good, a good question for you, Mayor. Um, last week, Tempe renamed several parks and streets. Uh, can you talk to us about why this uh, renaming uh, is so important to the city? It's critically important, Roy, because when you're thinking about when you find out that there are parks or streets in your community that are named after people who had ties to the Ku Klux Klan, once you find that out as a city and as a community, you have to take proactive steps to make those changes. Um, and frankly, I was really proud not only of our city staff, but of the citizens working group that we had working to do this. They worked with our historians uh, to vet the names and to make suggestions to our city manager, Andrew Ching, and to myself, Councilmember Keating, and the entire city council. Uh, they did a great job with the vetting, really looking into the backgrounds of the people who they recommended to us. And they also really partook in a restorative approach. There were many people, you know, Tempe has a history as being a sundown town for many years ago. And so they looked at a lot of that and figured, who were a lot of the founding families of this community and people who really founded the city of Tempe, but who never really got their just due, due to a lot of things that were going on back in the 40s and 50s and 60s. And so I'm really happy with the work that our staff did very appreciative of the work that the citizen renaming group did and really proud of the work that the council did collectively as well because you know it's not always an easy thing even when you're doing something that seems to be such a slam dunk like renaming parks and streets after people who have ties to a kkk group you sometimes still will face opposition uh so i appreciated that on a unanimous vote, the council stepped up and we made this happen on behalf of our residents of the city of Tempe. And it would, but it, it truly was a team effort. And I think it's critically important to talk about not just simply who we are as a community, but who we want to be well into the future. 
Thank you for that. Councilmember Keating, talk to us about, and you have not, you, neither one of you have taken a drink yet. I just want to acknowledge that for the audience. Well, thank you, Roy. And I, I would like to propose a, a minor rule change on this. No one drinks until everyone's done talking. Oh. Oh. No. I oh. accept. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> Challenge. Challenge. Okay. Okay. Thank you. So is that is that rule adopted? Okay. So move. Motion carried. Second. <laughs> All in favor? Aye. There we go. There we go. Um, talk to us about diversity. I mean, uh, Tempe has been acknowledged as the most diverse council in the state. And yeah. this is probably the most diverse council in the history of the city of Tempe. And so talk to us about the importance of having a diverse council. Why, why, why is that important to you? You're absolutely right. This is the most diverse council in the state, and I would say probably in state history, really, if you look at the variety of individuals and, and backgrounds that we have serving currently, it's really something to see. And I think that adds a lot of value to not only you know our government process, but, but the way that we enact policies in the city. There was a sign on Mill Avenue, and I don't know if it's still there because I know we, we, we refreshed them all, but it did say, welcome as you are. And this you know, sign was there from, God, must be in the early 90s. Wow. So Tempe has always had a history of being a welcome, welcoming and, and diverse place. And I think our city staff does a great job of celebrating diversity. When you look at Tempe Tardiata, our Juneteenth celebration, um, you know, we, we celebrate, we acknowledge holidays from every religion across the board officially as a city. And I know that there may only be, you know, a small minority of people celebrating these holidays, but it's still important for us as as a as a city to acknowledge that this is a, a special time for these individuals and take the time to to reflect on that. So, I think Tempe has done a tremendous job so so far. I'm bit, my mouth is watering now. Yeah, um, <laughs> I'm very pleased with the renaming effort uh, that. You know, certainly is long overdue and something that, that needed to be done. And I know, as the mayor said, I did ruffle some feathers. But the fact of the matter is we want to make sure everyone feels welcome in Tempe, no matter where you are, you know, who you are, what race, creed, gender. Um, you know, there's a place in Tempe for everybody. And I, and I think that we'll continue to expand upon that as we move forward. Amazing. I know a lot of people have been uh, commending the efforts of the council and just acknowledging the bravery uh, that it takes to acknowledge right. uh, the, the true history that has happened while some others are trying to duck and dodge and ignore the history. Um, the city of Tempe has been willing to address it head on. And so that is to be um, commended. And thank you. And now I think both of you are, are able to drink as we pass along okay. the hottest wing. What's in this hottest? I mean, this wing is flaming. I can already see that is it is super hot by looking at it. All right, the so, the sauce. <laughs> all right, so we're gonna start with some rules before we even start with this uh one sauce. <laughs> so this is our three king sauce. So this is made with the Carolina Reaper, the ghost pepper, and the Trinidad Scorpion pepper. Ooh, three of the hottest peppers yeah. in the world. So <laughs> the number one rule: wipe your hands, do not touch your eyes. Wash your hands before you do anything. It burns everywhere. So, so you're gonna get the full flavor with that. It's gonna you're gonna start with a nice little sweet undertone, little savory flavor, a nice slow balanced burn. So, and you give it five seconds, it's gonna keep building and building. So, the key uh, thing to hear: do not panic. It's gonna be okay. Give us a little. Um, okay. Okay. 
King. What? That was perfect. That was perfect. The, the, the Run DMC comeback out, what, not, what, 92? Oh, man, yeah. It had to be yeah. about 90. I was, a, I was a freshman in high school. Yeah. 93. 93, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I've got time for a quick story regarding, I, th- I believe it's the ghost pepper. Uh, so when I was a senior in high school, our anatomy and physiology teacher brought in some pepper that allegedly was the hottest in the world. And he dared somebody to eat it. And of course, being the individual that I am, I was like, I'll eat that pepper. And I did and thought, oh, this, is, this is nothing. About 30 seconds later, I had to run out of the classroom to a, to a water fountain. And this was seventh period, so all of a sudden school's over. And I had to get to the parking lot to get a ride home because I live far away. From... Anyway, so I'm running to the parking lot, water fountain by water fountain by water fountain, having to stop, getting there as fast <laughs> as I can, splashing water in my face, gargling it. Eventually, my buddy found me and went and bought me several cherry Pepsis. And about a half hour after that, I was able to, to finally leave the water fountain, get in the car, and go home. So I'm excited for this wing. Roy, I got to tell you, some of those peppers that Paul mentioned, they were probably two out of three I didn't even, I never even heard of. Exactly. So that, so <laughs> it, it concerns. So when I hear Council Member Keating talking about the ghost pepper, I've heard of that. But when Paul starts breaking out peppers that haven't even crossed my mind before, <laughs> I get very concerned. Paul, Paul, say those peppers one more time for the audience. All right. So I'm going to say them in uh, heat order. So you have the ghost pepper, you have the Trinidad scorpion pepper, and now the hottest pepper in the world, the Carolina Reaper. Wow. Ooh. All right. Hopefully the Grim Reaper doesn't come to get us at the end of this. (laughs) Yes, people. Reaper as in death. (laughs) This is intense. Allie, let's do this. This is intense. Ready? Let's go. All right. Let's do a little. Cheers. Councilman Keating, housing is vital to everyone's health and success. Tempe Works helps get people both get sheltered and back to work. Uh, Could you tell us more about Tempe Works? I believe you mentioned that a little earlier. (laughs) Oh, oh. His expression on his face says it all. <laughs> yeah, you heard the call. You heard the call. He's finished his wing. He hasn't drank anything. Yeah. And no one drinks until I'm done with my 10-minute explanation. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, t- tongue's a little the man. little swollen, I feel like. The man's um, nursing his tongue. <laughs> no, he hasn't drank anything, though. Casper Bikini is deliberately pausing right now. He's doing this on purpose. I know yeah. him well. Tempe Works is a very nuanced program with a lot of history that I think needs to be cut down. Anyway. So Tempe Works is a, <laughs> is, a, is, a, is, a is a first in its nation um, program that that gives uh, Tempe's uh, unsheltered individuals um, a path to self-sufficiency. Right. We we give them a job with the city. We get them wraparound services, housing if they need a uniform or they a bank account, IDs, things like that. We make sure that, hey, if you want to take. Um, this path, it's available to you. And we've had some great success stories. An individual who was in the Navy um, injured himself and then got addicted to um, opioids. Once he was out of the Navy, he could no longer get um, his medication. So he turned to drugs to to kill because he was in physical pain. And he was living on the streets in Tempe. And he was one of the first individuals that was brought into Tempe Works. And this individual w- went through the program and now is successfully employed with the city full time in the parks department. He has his own he has his own housing now. He, he I met his girlfriend at the uh, last um, vicinity Tempe event. Awesome. So it, it's just, it, I'm so proud of this program and, and the good that it's done because it, it's changing people's lives for the better. It's not just a day worker program. We don't, 
we don't say, hey, come and sort recycling for us and here's your gift card and we'll see you later. Mm. It's we will give you a path. And if you, if you follow these steps, you will like, like this individual that I was talking about, you will find yourself uh, with your own your own um, apartment or house and with a full time job and really giving people an opportunity to, to change their life. Awesome. Awesome. The mayor Woods, how you doing over there? I'm coming to you. Roy. <laughs> Affordable housing is good. Hometown for all is even better. Talk to us about <laughs> Talk to us about hometown for all. This is the final question. This is the final question uh, before you can drink. Uh talk to us about hometown for all uh in the city of Tempe. Roy, Hometown for All was a program uh, that was much easier to talk about two wings ago. (laughs) (laughs) But I would say uh, it was the council's response to trying to create 11,000 more additional affordable and workforce housing options by the year of 2040 to make sure that our housing diversity and supply keeps pace with the needs of our growing community. Uh, It was a plan that was passed unanimously by the council in late January of 2021. So we just celebrated our two-year anniversary of the program. We've got lots of very exciting projects uh, coming up in front of us now. But I will say it's exciting because we're a city that not only simply talks about affordable housing, but that also does it uh, in terms of actions and making sure that uh, the revenues and the funds actually uh, create the program. It's one thing to talk about affordable housing. It's another thing to not actually uh, create a dedicated revenue source to make sure that it actually happens. So Roy, as you and I would talk about all the time, like people say uh, in the hip hop community, since we're celebrating 50 years, don't talk about it, be about it. And this council and the council that passed that program are definitely about it. And so I appreciate that. I appreciate all of our city staff members who work in this area and all of the nonprofit and private sector housing partners that are going to work with us to get to this goal. It's a it's a it's a very challenging goal to get to, given some of the preemptions in place at the state of Arizona. Uh, but it's one that the council is very much committed to. We are not paid to make excuses. We're paid to get the job done. And I'm proud to work with the council and the staff that gets the job done every day. Amazing, Woo-hoo. amazing work. Hats off to the council, hats off to the mayor, hats off to the city city manager, uh, assistant city managers, deputy city managers, uh, and all and the, the those that work in housing uh, to try to do their best to make sure that the city of Tempe uh, has housing. Roy, I will I will tell you and Paul right now if if you have uh, any issues with uh, sinus congestion or things of that nature. That last wing, uh, that will that will not only be delicious, but it will cure those issues. <laughs> uh, because uh, I'm telling that is that is I will say, Paul, that, it that, is the spiciest wing that I have ever eaten. That little sweat falling uh, on, little, your, on little, your some, forehead. Some beads right out of my forehead here, but I'm going to tell you, it, it it it's hot. But I will tell you that it is also delicious. Mm. Despite how hot it was, the combination of Demetrius and Paul and what they did here. Um, it's not just heat for the sake of heat. There's still flavor. You still tasted the meat coming through at all times, as Demetrius talked about, but he was uh, introing how he makes the wings. And as Paul talked about, the sauce of Big Reds absolutely delivers. It's hot. It's spicy. There's definitely some sweat uh, coming at the top of my head here, but I still taste the sauce and all of the different peppers that he talked about when he described the sauce. So once again, uh, 
Definitely increasing levels of heat, but the flavors still shine through. I mean, quality product from the sauce to the wings all the way through. Allie, I was going to ask you if you wanted to talk to us about all the cool things to do this weekend while you're being hot with the wings. It'll be great weather, so you should stop by some of our Tempe parks. We recently installed five new temporary artworks on a bunch of different of the um, fences out there. So that'll be at Optimist, Harrelson, Indian Bend, Scudder, and Sella Parks. Um, there's a holographic portal at one of them, some big fried eggs on another. So I would definitely stop by and enjoy the weather outside. And finally, one of the most exciting things happening this weekend is the Arizona Aloha Festival that is happening on Saturday and Sunday from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m., completely free to the public. There will be a wide variety of awesome things going on, including ukulele workshops. You can join in and jam out with some people. Um, there will be a flower lay creation workshop. Um, a bunch of dancing and music, as well as a bunch of other wonderful activities. So I hope to see you out there. Let's talk about winners, because last week at spring training, uh, we promised that we would give away some spring training tickets and and the A Mountain Challenge entry is Shelly Burns. Congratulations, Shelly. Have a great time at the Tempe Diablo Stadium. Hey, everybody. That is our show for this week. Thanks so much. Thanks, everybody. Thank you, DJ Action from Furious Styles Crew. Thank you, everybody who participated. Demetrius, Paul, Mayor Woods, Councilmember Keating. And next week, we come to you from a boat from Tempe Town Lake. All right. Tempe This Week, the podcast. 